Characters Here podcast. I am your host, Arthur and artist, Sharday. On this show, we talk about our goals and dreams and becoming our better selves. You'll be inspired by incredible interviews and motivated by success stories. And the best part is you'll be a part of the community. Yes, you can be a character too. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at SLF underscore entertainment. And for more information, visit charactersherecom Hello, everyone. This is Sharday, your host of Characters Here podcast. I am so excited about today's episode. It's a part of a secret series, which is where I'm going to be talking about um, some things that I am doing as far as chasing my dreams and trying to be successful in this world. And um, these are things that are very I'm very passionate about things that I am really excited to share with you, and I hope you get something out of it, more importantly. So this secret series is about my writing. If you don't know, I am a self-published author. Um, I go by SLF Entertainment, and the initials are for the letters in my name, my first, middle, and last. And it's SLF Entertainment has been a name I have used since I was like in uh, middle school. And it's uh, something I would use. A lot of times my sister and I, we would play these games where we were like famous people or we were students. And it was one time when we played a group of women who, um, a duo who was in a, a singing girl group. And we were signed to a label called SLF Entertainment. And when I got to the point to where I said I wanted to become a professional writer, I didn't want to use my uh, my government name. I wanted to use an alias, a pen name, and I decided that SLF Entertainment would be my name. And I am going to keep SLF Entertainment. <laughs> but before we get any further, you know, I had to make some notes and make sure that I present this to you to where you understand. So this episode is like personal and it's um, me just showcasing you what my style is and my background as far as being a writer. I am 27 years old, so I'm going to just tell you from the beginning how this all started. I've always been interested in words, language arts, English, anything that dealt with telling the story. I've always been big on like movies, love movies with a passion. Such a big advocate when it comes to people writing their stories or even sharing a story that even if it's fictional, if you feel like there's a story that you want to tell or not even a story, it could just be a how to just like my most recent project, um, 104 and more dates. Fun and creative things to do on a budget. That's the complete title, but you can call it 104 and more for short. But it's just a simple little 38-page book just talking about different things you can do to save yourself some money. And the best part about it is you don't have to even be in a relationship. You don't have to be married. You can do this with your family. You can do this with your friends. And you can also do it by yourself. That's, yeah, just a little synopsis. But you don't have to have always wanted to write to become a writer or even a self-published writer, which is what I am. So this is how it all started. I was very young, second, third grade. And I just remember my mom was writing and I was like, you know, she was talking about writing a book and I'm just seeing my mom writing it actually inspired me. And I started writing these, I started off with the, my first story and it was called My Little Baby Brother. And at the time I had just had a little sister or I think my mom was pregnant. It was something like that. Or yeah, I think my little sister was already born at that time. I always wanted a little brother. No offense to my sisters, but I always did. And so I, in turn, um, wrote a book. It was a, And it was funny, too. Like, I 
I took some printer paper, folded it in half, stapled it on the ends, and I like did the illustration in it. It wasn't colored. It was all just drawn in, no shading. <laughs> it was just all drawn in, and I had the words and everything, and it was just a story about a big sister who was excited that her parents um, had a baby boy, and she was going to be a big sister to a little boy. And so I started out with um, writing those little short stories. And then I was also writing poems, like doing poetry, not performing anywhere. But, you know, I would write a lot of poems. Poems really helped me express myself. And I found that writing was a catharsis for me. Like I was able to, if I was feeling some type of way, I was able to put it out onto paper, get it out into a poem, rhyming, putting those words in. And I think that's why I am. A, I really love R&B music true R&B music, true rap music. I love it for the lyrical content in it, you know, the messages that you can find and the emotions that are gathered in it. So that's my love for even old school music, like the old blues and old country songs. You know, it's a message behind it, not only just the vocals, but the lyrics. Yeah, in middle school, I discovered fan fiction. Fan fiction was this world I discovered. It was well after b2k kind of split because i was a huge b2k fan this is around the time when i don't know how i even okay i used to read so and this is another thing i whenever we would go to the library uh, my mom i love the library so um my mom would take us there and i was always checking out like uh, adult african-american fiction books i really got a huge foundation from those books, authors like uh, Carl Reber, um, Zane, um, Eric Jerome Dickey, Electra Rome, I think I'm saying that right. Um, so many black authors who had who were in a genre that honestly it was it was me. It was what I envisioned my future to look like as an adult. Those honestly shaped how I would write in the future. Um, it's so, so amazing how at the time I didn't realize it, but having representation is very important, especially to kids. Even me at the time as a teenager, that was very important to know that writing was something I could do then, even though I wanted to be a writer at the time, but I really wasn't even, I didn't have any thoughts in my head that were saying, you cannot be an author. You cannot be a writer. And it was mostly because I had representation. I had it through my mom and through other black authors. I knew it was possible for me too. Back to the BTK thing. Um, <laughs> the fan fiction thing, I mean. In fan fiction, I found a community of people who were writing amazing stories. It wasn't just published work. Like This was work that people who were online sharing their talent in a group. This is something that is very important. And I didn't realize it until now. If there's something that you want to be or become, you have to find a group of people who are doing those exact things and doing it well. When you find that group of people, you will grow in it and you will become it. You have no other choice but to do it. You have no other choice but to become what you are in. So find you a group. It's probably like a good five people that I'm friends with on Facebook. And <laughs> we met through um, BTK fan fiction sites. But shout out to y'all because they were my first readers. And they gave me incredible feedback. 
And honestly, from reading those stories, I learned like things that I could do to tell a story, how I would develop a character better, how I would put more details. After reading so many stories, y'all, I actually got the courage to write my own. And this is how it happened. So I posted online and it was a short story because I wanted to test it out. First of all, y'all, I was 17 years old after I posted that story. At the time, it's a lot to get like five to 10 people to say, oh, my gosh, your story is great. Loved it. You should write another one like that's That is huge. People you don't know. So when I enrolled in college, I'm a huge researcher. And I think this is around the time when and before this, I was doing research, too, on how to, you know, send an inquiry, how to do a synopsis, all this to go at at um editors and literary agents and publishers like how do I get into that world how do I get one of those people to see my work to look at it and want to you know help me start my career when I was looking at it I don't know if I even thought that like was really thinking that hard about it but I didn't hear anything back so then I started doing more research and that's when I came up on ebooks when I came up on these digital books that people read and self-publishing. That was a whole new world for me. I was like, wait a minute. There is a woman out here who didn't have a literary agent, who didn't have an editor or a publisher. She had a story that she wanted to tell and she ended up just putting it out herself. That right there was something that really inspired me and made me think, whoa, What am I missing out on right here? I'm spending all this time trying to get someone to notice me when this other world over here. I mean, it's the same world, but something is saying you you don't have to wait on someone else to give you that opportunity. So then that's when I started looking into all these different stuff, publishing places. And I did this research all throughout college. We get into this this bubble when it's something that we want to do and we just. We're like, we're scared. We want to hold and hug ourselves, baby ourselves. We want to tell ourselves, you know, it's not your time yet. You don't know enough. You're not prepared. You're not ready. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. Just just wait on, just wait on it. Wait till something grand happens. Wait till you know every single thing about it. And then you can go ahead and do it. What I wish I would have done. I wish when I learned about that girl at that time that I just would have went out there and published, self-published. I just should have did it while I was in college. But at the same time, I'm glad that I didn't because <laughs> I was putting my, and that's what it was. I was like, I am going to be using SLF Entertainment as my name. I do not want to put anything out under that name that's be something I look back at. This is, has always been relatively big to me is putting, attaching your name to things. It's like, uh, there is something that When I look at my body of work of all the things that I've self-published, I am so glad that I did not self-publish while I was in school, um, in college, because y'all, it takes time to get to a point to where you are happy or at least a little bit, a lot a bit better (laughs) than where you started. And at that time, I still really hadn't found my voice all throughout college. Those four years, I honed my craft 
I did a lot of research. I had to figure out what is all this ebooking, self-publishing world about. Like, is it for me? Do I need to do this? Or should I just keep on trying to get me an agent or keep sending in my manuscript, my uh, synopsis to these different publishing companies? Like, they are so much bigger. They know more about this world than I do. So let's get into it. So I was going to self-publish with Smashwords, but when I saw the formatting, and everything y'all I was like this is difficult and at this time I have already decided my four-year degree is all I need and now I'm just going to find me a job so like I said I was started with Smashwords and like I said the formatting was so difficult that I just couldn't get with it and then I was looking at Amazon but then I wasn't because I was like It's just something about Amazon that's just not, I'm just not all the way there with it yet. And then I came across Lulu and it was another site, you know, and then I'm also going on, you know, sometimes you type in questions in Google and then they'll give you these different, um, what are they called? Boards where people like ask questions and it's kind of like a Reddit, but they other different sites and they people will tell you and give you groups. of. I still use those types of things. Like if I something I don't know or I want to know about or how to do something or where to find something, I Google it and it'll take me to some random blog or board and there's a question being asked and people are answering it. And sometimes they leave, sometimes they leave websites in those um, answers. So you click on them like Yahoo Answers used to be my plug before Google became my main plug. So yeah, so I just went up on there and that's when I found out about CreateSpace. Now, when I went to CreateSpace, it was giving me smash words, maybe because the colors were alike, I don't know. But I was like, I'm gonna see what this this self-publishing thing with CreateSpace is about. And I'm telling y'all, I absolutely enjoy CreateSpace. Now, because it was my first book, I had so many hiccups, like right when I was getting to the point of the book has already been completed. I've edited uh, like a hundred times and I'm just ready to get it out there with Create Space. They are very particular when it comes to the formatting. So what I did on their website, um, somewhere you can click where they have like the format in words where you can download them to the size of the book you want and my books I think are six by nines and basically it prints out and you basically can paste your work into that format it's already set up to be a book so create space I used it to self-publish my first book charming without chance and like I said it was a lot of oh my gosh it was like every time I sent it in and waited like those 24 hours or 48 hours, however long it took, it's been a minute <laughs> to use it that when it came back and it was like, you have to fix this, you have to fix that. I will say if I did not use Create Space as my first um, self-publishing resource, that I wouldn't have the amount of patience that I do now when it comes to self-publishing. I'm telling you, it gave me so much pushback when it came like, It was like, in a way, they were saying, we want this to look a certain way. So when people read it, they're not all over the place. So you should, like, get this together. Um, Another thing that I think that CreateSpace was like that is because they also had it to where you could print copies of the book. So what I also love about CreateSpace is that they have um, author's proofs where you can actually order proofs of your book 
of how it's going to look um, when it's in um, when it's in physical copy. So the mailing process, it takes a minute for it to get to you. But when you get it and you're able to see your physical book and just go through it like, OMG. And that's what also helps me in the editing process of actually seeing it in person going through the pages, feeling them, seeing the words and being like, oh, snap, I missed that. There's an error. I could fix that. Go back to my Word doc and correct it. And then it also helps you to see what the book cover is looking like and how that's a reading. You know, a lot of times the colors on your computer screen are not what the colors in real life will look like. So that helps too. So I use CreateSpace when I first started. Um, I still do. It's just that my most recent book, I actually use Lulu. Now, for the longest, I was not using Lulu because Lulu was expensive, like on the expensive side. Because at the time, I was very focused on having physical copies for my books. Ebook is something that I was drawn to, but I'm a physical book reader. I like holding books in my hand. I like having a copy of the book when I read it. And that's something that I'm never going to deter from. I love that. What I looked for is a place where I could actually get physical copies. Now, after using CreateSpace, I tried to find another place that I was going to do it. And the only one people could come up with telling me about was, I think it was Book Baby or something like that in Lulu. Like I said, they were expensive. Is a second, um, my second option now. Um, and that's most recently because they have a diverse selection of book sizes and book types that you can print out. Create space is limited on that end. But if you're looking for that type of like diversity uh, variety when it comes to book sizes, Lulu would be your option. Um, I will say Lulu is actually pretty good when it comes to editing your um, your book. I'm still learning the ropes of it, but if there is anyone who really knows how um, Lulu works, you know, um, actually contact me. And like, I use this um, podcast as a way to network with people. So whenever you're listening to this podcast and there's something that you want more information on or anything, you can email me at Arthur. SLF Entertainment at gmail.com. That's Arthur SLF Entertainment at gmail.com. You can email me and say, Hey, I was listening to the podcast and I wanted to know more about this, or Hey, I was listening to the podcast and I do know about Lulu and I know about how this works. So, yeah, do your research. Like, do your research. I cannot say that enough, but I'm telling you, Create Space is number one for me right now. Lulu is number two spot. Now, the reason why Lulu is number two spot is because they are fancy. I will give them that. Lulu is very fancy, but for that reason, too, I think is the reason why she is expensive. Now, I do know a majority of authors that use Lulu, and that's because they use her to, you know, for ebook versions. I, like I said, if you are an ebooker, then I believe Lulu is for you over Create Space. But that's for you to decide. And I haven't used a support on Lulu. Maybe they, because they look so fancy online, they might have really good support team. Create Space does. Um, so another publishing uh, place you can use is Amazon. After I used Create Space first, then I used Amazon. Now, the reason why I'm not saying to use 
Amazon is because when you self-publish with Amazon, Amazon is CreateSpace and Lulu if they had a baby. If CreateSpace and Lulu had a baby, the name would be Amazon. And that is because the setup process is the same, exact same thing, just like CreateSpace um, and Lulu and probably any other site where you have to put the title, upload the document, um, put the put the, what the book is about, the author's name, and select what genre, subgenres this book is in, um, as well as editing. That's another thing. Amazon does then you have to already have the book cover already made to use Amazon. But Lulu actually has one where you could create the um the cover. I actually like Lulu's cover creator, book cover creator better than I like CreateSpace. To me, CreateSpaces is a little outdated, but CreateSpace has been around long, like a very long time. So they're a little old school on that end, but I've heard that CreateSpace is trying to do some updates. So yeah, another thing, Amazon, the uploading process and self-publishing to get their work online if you have in mind that you want to release your book to a certain day, do not rely on that day because Amazon will probably take a little bit longer to approve it before it can be released. Like I never got to a point where I fully knew when to like press publish on Amazon so that it could actually be out on that date. I just kind of like would start at the beginning of that week and then probably like in the like on a Wednesday or Thursday, it will be published, but I would tell people to go and get it on Friday, you know, things like that. But create space site, you can just go to createspace.com, make you an account, you know, sign up and just go from there to start making your own uh, book. Lulu.com. And then for Amazon, it's K as in kite, D as in David, P as in Papa, KDP.amazon.com. Um, That's KDP.amazon.com if you want to self-publish with Amazon but like I said you would have to have already made your book cover but those are the three main ones that I have used when it comes to self-publishing your book again my number one go-to is create space my number two used to be Amazon but now my number two is Lulu editing so I know this is probably a big one when it comes to editing like I said because of my love for English and language arts I already know how to edit a book as far as to making it look certain ways and that type of deal. But I am like learning so much more. If you are not an editor, you have if you have trouble with English or trying to um, do grammar, punctuation, wording, quotes, all that type of stuff, pick up a book. If you look at a book you will see all kinds of information like, oh, this is how you do quotations. This is where you put your commas. Like, look, basically pick up a book from the library. Um, the one that's going to be close to what your book is going to be like. And basically just copy their, the, for, the format that they have in there. Oh, you indent for a paragraph. You know, that type of thing. That could help you if you cannot afford to get an editor. Or like me, because I feel like I already know how I want my book to sound. And because I have a love for it, like, OK, when it comes to editing, if you don't have a background in English or you don't really have the time or you are not that comfortable with trusting yourself when it comes to editing. Yes, get an editor. That is very important to have an editor, even when you feel like you know it all like I do. 
But at the same time, when it comes to editing for me, I want to learn as much as I can. I would take a few days off after I completed a book. And then when I come back to it, that's when I went into edit mode. But I had to learn to separate the two. There's a language editing as far as how it sounds when a change of rearranged sentences type of editing. And then there's a punctuation editing where you like, oh, I forgot a period. There you go. Oh, that's supposed to be a question because that's a question. There you go. Oops, I forgot the quotes to start that um that conversation off, you know. That there, those two, you really have to separate them because if you do them at the same time, you will miss a lot of things. And not only that, because I was editing myself, it I was editing so hard that I was taking out things, putting stuff in, change basically just changing the story out, changing the story up when the story is supposed to already be complete. Um, what I had to learn by doing that myself is to let go, stop being a perfectionist, let go. If there are errors in the book. I'm human. Okay. I am human. I've read so many books published or self-published where there were so many mistakes, whether it be this word was spelled wrong or they forgot to put the quotes on someone speaking or just anything. There is going to, we are human. I see mistakes in advertisements, in magazines, in um, on top of on products where they're ex- trying to explain the details of a product and they don't misspell the word or forgot to put a word in like it's going to happen. So when it comes to editing, if you're not comfortable with it, I say get you an editor if you can't afford it. If not, do your research. I have always looked up what's another way to say this. Um, how do I construct a sentence that is like this what type of sentence is this what type of syntax am I using all this kind of stuff you can you can research on your computer on your phone (laughs) you can do all this stuff to come up with it so editing if it's not a big deal for you then write your story and you come back to it when you finish it and edit it and remember separate the two do your your sent your um your wording and then do your um punctuation Research. Again, I can't say that enough. Research is everything. Formatting a book is everything. Y'all can, this is free stuff. Like, I don't have a problem with sharing how I do things and how they go about. When it comes to details, I'm probably getting long-winded. But when it comes to your resources, I cannot say this enough. Y'all better mix mix and match. That is like the theme of my newest book, 104 and More Dates. Mix and match. Be creative with it. If one program lets you do one thing but not the other, but the other program can allow you to utilize what the other one won't, put it together. I'm one of those people, if I don't have to spend the money, y'all, then I won't. I'm I'm doing this myself, so I'm going to make it easy for myself. I'm not going to stress myself out by trying to spend hundreds of dollars on something just to do this thing that I don't know anything about, but yeah, I can use this other software that's for free and I know how it works. And then I'm going to try to figure it out by using other um, things online to help me get there. So anyways, let's uh, move on. If you already have your book ready, already edited and ready to go, and all you just need is some platform to use to put it on there, you can use one of these. Like I said, my first choice, and I'm for the most part will always be my first choice, is create space until something happens. Now, there was um, a thing that went out, I want to say that last year, that create space, what they had was a way for you to self-publish your book and for it to end up in uh, Amazon, to where through Amazon, your book will be um, published into a book 
so people could actually buy your book but the book was actually being um shipped out by create space like create space and amazon had this hook and i think that's the majority of reason why i had self-published with amazon because they had this um bond with create space if you want to get a physical copy of your book made through amazon you have to do it through amazon you cannot use create space to get a physical copy for somebody to order a physical copy of your book on amazon so like i said that was that really was the right main reason why i used amazon if i leave out anything or you feel like there's something missing like i said please email me or you can go to my website characters and you know look at the contact me page and just send me a message or you can also go to my facebook page or my instagram page send me a message and just say hey um i didn't understand there's something missing here um so i basically this is just a background story and i'm just leading you up the way and another issue with me with amazon for me was that amazon is just very they don't want you once you sign up with kindle they don't want you selling your books anywhere else my books are no longer available on Amazon because Amazon just only wanted it to be Amazon. And to me, as big of an audience Amazon has, I don't I've heard so many stories and I just recently listened to a story about someone who had an old book that they published on Amazon and it was also on other websites and Amazon found out and basically took all of their stuff off. And that is something that I do not want to happen to me in the future or even now. So to avoid that, I'm just going to completely, I just completely took, I had in my mind that I no longer wanted to use Amazon for those reasons. I pretty much covered everything that I wanted to cover in this um, week's secret series. Um, I really, really hope that y'all enjoyed this episode of me just basically giving you my background, like how I got involved in writing, how I even came up with the idea to self-publish, what self-publishing websites that I use. Um, I want to make sure I did say everything how I shared, started sharing my work with people, the process of writing my first book, easy, because I had already been writing so many times. Like I said, I've been writing since I was in the second grade, and I started writing um, longer books, novels, when I got in high school, and I had wrote so many of those that I could write one of them in three months. So now I've gotten to the point to where I could write one in one month. That's if I decide <laughs> to, to utilize my time the correct way, manage my time. And why I edit my work is because I feel like I have enough confidence. Not saying that I'm 100% great at editing, but I know my work. I know what I want to sound like. I know what I'm trying to convey the message and all that. And so I went over that and my just my key y'all is to do as much research as possible. No matter what field you're trying to go into, do your research, find out what it is. And it's okay to experiment with it. Like you don't have to be right and you don't have to know exactly how it's going to turn out. Just go with it. I've made so many accounts that I later come back and delete it. <laughs> so it is okay. So I'm going to end it right here. I hope y'all enjoyed this week's secret series and i'm going to come back with more and we're going to talk about um this podcast thing we'll talk about um, me as a painter or an artist we're even going to talk about my youtube channel so i really hope y'all were able to sit down and drink some lemonade or some sweet tea or eat your meal or even mess around on instagram and facebook while you were listening to me talk uh babysit on your lunch break whatever it is i really hope that you enjoyed so until next time i will talk to y'all later 
thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a comment and share this episode. You can follow me on Twitter at Characters Here and learn more at charactershere.com. And remember, don't be a stranger, be a character. Be a character. Be a character. Be a character.